Welcome to Behind the Buttons, our show where we recap the week and brainstorm the future of Two Buttons Deep, the fastest growing media company in upstate New York. I'm Joe Bonilla, and today I'm joined by Captain Jack and the Buttonista. Today's episode is brought to you by True Juice Cafe, located in beautiful downtown Schenectady, offering raw, cold-pressed juice made from 100%, that's right, 100% fruits and vegetables, bowls, coffee, tea, smoothies, and more. You can also try True Juice at the Schenectady Green Market every Sunday. Also, Martin Harding and Bazzotti, the car crash pros. So if you hurt your body, call Martin Harding and Bazzotti. Jack! Taylor, even though I put my head in a different direction there, how we doing? Doing great. Big week. What a week <laughs> in the world of two buttons deep. Holy hell almighty. I'm scared to even talk right now. Yeah. This is why we make this show, though. Yeah, I know. There is so much behind the scenes action that happens with two buttons deep. You know, most people just think we post a couple of random things a day, but... There is a lot of labor and love that goes into each and everything we do. A lot and, of show. And we took on one of the biggest risks to date. One of our biggest events was Taylor's live podcast that we'll get into in a bit. But whew, what a whirlwind that was. What a week. So we're going to get right into it. So we're going to start with Peaks of the Week. And because you have a lot to say, Taylor, this week, we're going to start with Jack. I totally just forgot what my peak oh, was. My. Hold on. I'm trying to help you out. Oh, I remember last week. We got the whole Two Buttons Deep team together to celebrate not only Jonah's final day at a real job. He is now at this job, which is real. Can't believe that. Uh, but it was also, ironically, both Joey from Given Fun Day, which is a sport account we work with, as well as Billy Floyd. It's their birthdays. So it was a trifecta celebration. We went to McGeary's, one of my most favorite bars that is close to my heart. And we got a locked in cake. And I think we just, we're locked in. We're more locked in than we've ever been there before. There we go. It's a mentality of the summer and of a lifetime. So that was my peak. That's your peak. It was a good time. Nice and compact. And Joe, Joe showed up for more than 14 you minutes. You know, it was also, I felt it was like kind of like my birthday. My birthday's this weekend. And yes. You will be gone for that, but that's all right. Um, Taylor, your peak. I mean, I don't want to brag, but. The locked-in cake is disposable, and I got a locked-in sweatshirt from Billy. Ooh. What? To celebrate my 100th episode. He really? He was trying to meet up with me, and it was a little too crazy, so he passed it off to Back Nine Bry. He wrote me the sweetest handwritten note, which, after a long debate about what journaling means and where journaling is done, I really appreciated said handwritten note. And I have a baby blue locked in sweatshirt. So That's that incredible. was a new wow. peak for me. That's so he gave it to you in a Vineyard Vines bag. Correct. And usually it's a bad thing when you don't get the brand, especially when it's a good brand right. like that. But that's the one thing that's superior to Vineyard Vines is an authentic locked in shirt, which if you want one, stay tuned, folks. We are dropping our summer merch line this weekend. And there's a little locked-in possibility there as well. So Yeah, that's definitely peak number two. It's a little sneaky-cheeky preview of what the people will be wearing this summer. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Those are very good peaks. I love those peaks. Thank you. It's a great peak. Um, speaking of peaks. Uh, Say what, it one more time. Peaks. Thank you. Uh, weather rant. Yeah. I'm ready. Go ahead. This isn't my rant. Oh, no, it, it was about your rant. Oh, we're, we're talking about that. Yeah. You, went, you, you did a, a good rant about the weather. What's going on, guys? I hope everybody's having a fabulous weekend. And I know nobody asked me, but if you are complaining on the first truly nice day of the year and already telling people it's brutal, it's so hot out there, it's horrible, I can't stand it. I mean this with every fiber in my being. Fuck off. I swear to God. I just walked outside. It is so nice out. I want to take my shirt off. I want to run in the street. I want to spend all the money I don't have. Life could not be better. Okay? So please, just give us warm weather people, us warmer times and chiller vibes, gals and girls, give me one fucking day to love the heat to love the sun, to feel it, embrace it, want to be inside of it, because that is what I want. I want to be outside, inside of this weather. There's just so much 
weather talk here in the capital region, complaining about the cold, complaining about the heat. You just got to deal with it. It's a dynamic weather environment. But it's like, it's so cliche. And the nice weather is inevitably what everybody does want. Like you can enjoy winter, but you have to understand our summers are so short. So I basically said, fuck off. If you are complaining on the first day, the very first day, mid-August, okay, I get it. You've been there. You've done that. But the first nice day, just get out there and enjoy it. See, it felt like the fake version of Hell's Front Porch this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. But like, like, no. Like, no. Like, it was not even that bad. It was that bad. It didn't even get warm out until like 11 or 12 o'clock in the afternoon. It was pretty hot. It was I couldn't even take my dogs outside. Like that, that's so dramatic. I, I was How, How is that dramatic? My dogs can't touch the pavement. It's they, so hot. That's, that's, a, that's a problem. That's a city problem. Okay, that's a city problem, I guess. Yeah, no grass for them. And I understand your dogs are a little more mature, but it's just. That's a, that's a statement. That I was that's ageist. A, I thought that was a nice thing to say. <laughs> a little more mature. Like I wouldn't yell at my granddad if he didn't want to go outside. He's too but mature. On the news, they were saying things like, if you go outside. Like assuming you should stay in. They were like, if you happen to open a window, I'm like, oh my, like Jesus Christ. Like it's May, baby. It's May. So I thought that was one of your best rants of all time. Made me laugh out loud. I also thought it was one of the more hypocritical things you've ever said. (laughs) Because nobody, nobody complains about the weather like Taylor Rayo. (laughs) What, What did you say before this podcast began? It's cold in here. And who's the only person wearing long sleeves? I'm. I think indoor temperatures are really different to complain about than outdoor temperatures. Though. Don't deflect. It, it, no, I'm not. It feels wonderful in here. But I, you can. I could control the temperature in here. Oh, I'm cold. Let's make it warmer. When you're outside, you can't change anything besides the way you dress, which I know that's where you're going to go from here. No, that's why I endorse the cold. I, I enjoy the cold because you can always make yourself warmer. If you're sweating balls on Hell's front porch, there is nothing you can do There's except stay inside, and that's why people are complaining. I don't, I don't see it that way. So I just thought, like, I, I get it, but you complain about the cold daily. And then you're going after people for complaining about the heat. This is actually true and accurate. Again, this was a day, I'm only going to say it on the first nice day of the year, and then okay. I'll stop. You know what I mean? And again, indoor temperatures are different because you can regulate temperatures inside. To a degree. I think no personally, I think I have been a little bit more accepting of the winter in basically like being here with two buttons deep, like I know there's a 0% chance I can move now. So I don't really lay it on thick with like the snow and the, like I don't get caught up in the drama. We can work from home, like we're safe, we're comfortable. I think I've really backed down on like the snow element of things. The heat though, there's something to enjoy there. There's something, there's something nice about it. Just walking outside and not having your nipples just immediately hard, filled with regret and hate for where you live. Like you feel in the winter. But I I don't, I'm not disputing the fact that I do talk about the weather a lot and I do complain about it, but I was complaining about people complaining. Okay. And I'm entitled to that. You are. I'm so hypocritical. That's all I had to say. No, I'm glad you said it. I'm glad you said it. I felt it. I thought it was great. So I'm glad you liked it. Didn't think you liked it so much. Well, got some numbies though. Big numbies. Got big Big numbies. numbies. I like big numbies more than I like cold weather. So it's perfect. Speaking of cold weather. You had your <laughs> no. Cold, what do they say in uh, in Buffalo Oxford Pennant? It's a cold world. It's a cold, cold world. And we did. We did. We if you want to make a segue out of it, we learned that this we, week. We we did. And again, uh, huge congrats! An Thank incredible, you. incredible episode for 100 episodes of the Buttonista podcast. First one live and in person in real color at <laughs> Center Street Pub there in downtown Schenectady. There you go. The good news is. It all worked out great. I don't think we could have put on a better show at a better place with a better crowd. But five hours before we took the stage, we didn't have a stage. We were all locked in to go to Rivers Casino in Schenectady and host it there. And it's been in the works for what, a month? Yeah. And literally five hours before we got an email saying that they had to cancel due to past incidents with two buttons deep. So my mind went to one place. 2019, we made a video promoting Discover Schenectady, their tourism bureau, and we went to Rivers as part of it. And for like a 10-second clip, we showed one of our people playing 
some game and you won $4,000, which is awesome. That's what you want to highlight. Someone celebrating, getting money, and the gaming commission had a problem, asked us to take it down, and we did. That was it. That's all we've done. So then I'm like, there's no way that is what they are hung up about three years later. And then I get a call from Joe, and he found out there was one other incident that happened during the one video I did not produce for Two Buttons Deep. I have produced 99.99% of our videos, except for this one. I was on vacation, and John Longton, our former employee, went with somebody else and produced their own video at the sportsbook opening. It was when, you know, sports betting became legal. You can go to Schenectady, you can go to Rivers and bet in person. This is even before mobile betting. So it was a huge deal. And he went there. So we didn't know what happened. Like, did you even remember the video? I had truly no idea. I referenced the one where we filmed on the gaming floor and then some of the other like ancillary texts was like, you know, we don't want to censor you and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, I was worried that we said something inappropriate the last time we were there doing a podcast around March Madness, but we didn't project outward. So I'm like, there was no incident there. And as Joe had said, we've had really good productive conversations with them lately. Things were really going in a good direction. So I was totally blindsided. I kind of thought it was a joke. Like when I read the email, I just thought it was, I don't but, know but what it, I thought. It came through pretty late. It came through yeah. incredibly late for a, a local small business that's trying to to make an impact here in the area. Something like that could be devastating. So we had a lot on the line. And yeah, I, I have no problem with them. So their issue was like, you know, we, you guys are unpredictable. We can't have you at the bar in the casino, you know, doing God knows what. And that's fine. I think we're all okay with that being their response, but they should have thought of that the first meeting. We were do, literally doing a dry run the day before and totally threw us off. They said they wanted to postpone or cancel, and that's not an option for us. As they say, the show must go on. Right. And so we didn't want any, of all, any alternatives. We had to make our own alternatives. So, But before, before we move on to what happened... I was very curious about the John thing because none of us remembered this video. No, we, it, was, it was totally like, what video? We ended up yeah. watching it, but I want to call him right now and just get his side of the story because he's like, he's grabbing our ankle from the grave right now. He's been gone for, he's been gone <laughs> for two years. And the fact his reputation is still bringing us down is just something I kind of want him to explain. Is that a phrase? That is a phrase. We've had a lot I of just like... Made it up. But the visual of seeing it John come <laughs> through the crowd. It's incredibly visual. And yeah, just to set the, the tone on this, if we really are going to call him, we've had uh, little to negative contact with this person over the past few years. And uh, I don't even know if this was something that we were asked to go to. So I'm no. very curious as well. Like what? I don't even know what time of year it was. Like yeah. I need the whole... The whole story. The main reason I'm roping him in is because he, we haven't talked to him in years. He texted me literally the night before this all went down saying he had a video idea, which was totally Cryptic. out of character. And Cryptic. just was it like of, a you up text? Like what was the hour? Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. I, I feel, feel like, like he has a you up texted I, you a couple of times. I, I feel like he might be uh, the stars aligned in his own. Way. We're yeah. taking up yeah. uh, real estate in his brain. That's for sure. Perhaps. So we're going to call him and just get his side of the story. Okay. Let's. And then tell him <laughs> he owes us some money. You got anything? Oh, put the put the thing up. Hello. John, you there? Yeah, what's up? Where are you right now? Uh, I'm at Capitol Hills Golf Course. Ah, how's retirement treating you? Retirement? It's all right. I get bored from time to time. What's good? <laughs> so uh, I told you we were calling because uh, we got in a little pickle with Rivers Casino. Uh oh. And, and it's all your fault. Who's counting cards over there? Somebody is. It was about the video you did in 2019, and I was not yeah. involved in it. Do you remember what happened? Uh, the sports book? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what's the matter with it? Long story short, we were supposed to do Taylor's first ever live podcast there, and they yeah. canceled on us last minute after their PR firm flagged something we did, which ended up being your video, so... We, none of us remembered it because I was not involved with the video. That's something you did on your own. So can you explain right what you did and why they're mad about it? Uh, I covered the opening of the sports book. Is it because I circled jerk Bucky Dent? Th that, was, that was, yeah, what did you say to him? So Bucky Dent was there. What is he, a 
MLB player? Baseball, yeah. Yeah, he was 1978 World Series MVP. What'd you, you know, ask uh, him? How I, get down? I asked him if he wanted some of my sweet meat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Wait, did you say it just like that? Probably. You know I say stuff like that. That's like my repertoire. So, so you, you were selling your circle jerk beef jerky. No, I gave it to him. I, I gave it to him. I wasn't selling it. Oh. <laughs> No, but you know what, though? So we oh. did. No, because Jack and I did watch the video while this was all happening because they canceled on yeah. us like four hours before the event. And we got to a point in the video where we pressed pause and we said, oh, that's it. And it wasn't that part. So do you remember remember anything else? Maybe the Giants fan? No, it doesn't have to do with Bucky Dent. It was someone else that you interviewed. It was there. just a question you were asking, I thought. Oh, about. Oh, okay, about breaking up with the cookie. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah. You well, said uh, verbatim, uh, what do I tell my bookie who's trying to feed his family? Yeah, yeah, well, I, they never gave me a straight answer to tell them. <laughs> I think that's funny. So I, I, stand, yeah, I stand by your work on that one. Yeah, what's going on? So now what? Uh, we kind of, I think we're like out on a big contract with them. I said really? you're, you're grabbing our ankle from the grave. Stop. So, long story short, you owe us that money. Is that okay? Uh, what what is it? What does it cost? How about you work it off? Nah. Oh, okay. No, what do you got in mind? I don't know. What do you got in mind? You said you wanted to make a video. Yeah, I got a video. I got a. I got an idea. I mean, I'm on the links right now. Oh, are, are we interrupting you? That's. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. I'm walking from uh, the 17th to the 18th right now. All right, pitch us the do idea. Not, then we'll do let you not go. have a golf cart? Well, you got – no, I'm walking. Okay. You guys got a guy named Back Nine Bride. Yep. I want a shot of the title. Ooh. Oh, yeah. okay. Back Nine Bride, put your money where your mouth is. Wait, what title? <laughs> yeah, what Any is he? Any Back Nine anywhere. Oh. Oh, okay. so, so you, you want to take on Back Nine Bride at a Back Nine? Yeah, any back nine in the capital region. Let's set this up. Okay. I say I say we do team thing. I, he's got a brother that I'm familiar with, who I work with for the city, and then everyone knows my brother Dylan. So we'll do long kids versus Radigan. Past versus the future. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? I missed that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Who's that? Who, who's speaking? Joe Bo. Your good, Joe Bo, your, your good friend Joe Bonilla. There you go. How are you, hey, my friend? Good. I'm uh. I'm on the links over here at Capitol Hill. Good. Tell Roger Martell I said hello. There you go. Sounds good. Are you trying to get back into the content game? Is that what you're saying? I mean, can I swear on this thing? Yeah. Fuck it. Let's go. All right. That's a call at the back nine. You guys kind of had a similar niche, so I'd like to see that. All right. All right, bro. How's How's your golf game right now? Terrible. I'm yeah. walking today. Yeah, I don't know why you're walking. You can get a golf it. cart. The exercise. Well, well get, the, get the cart, though. That's all right. All right. Maybe, maybe next time. Enjoy the exercise, John. We'll let you go. All right. I'll catch up with you guys. Peace. Well. I mean, long story short, when I saw that, I was like, that's funny. Heard asking it from the people, oh. Asking people. What should I tell my bookie? He's trying to feed his family. It's like when, you know, marijuana gets legal. It's like going to a dispensary and being like, you know, what do I tell my drug dealer now? Yeah, it's a nothing. It's a throwaway question. It's funny. I mean, come on. So it's petty, petty. So I guess the higher issue here is that we had this was kind of the kickoff of a campaign we were supposed to be doing with, with Rivers. But I just don't know if we can really be our authentic selves. If that if they're holding on to that for three years ago, you know, they're working with us just like every other company to attract younger people. We literally had 75 or so girls, guys coming from all over the capital region and they balked at it and we went to center street pub instead. And, uh, but now we're kind of in this tricky situation of where do we go? Yeah. I mean, I think this is, um, I think we'll look back on this as kind of a pivotal moment in two buttons deep history. And, you know, we can't say yes to everybody. We're not a fit for everybody and that's okay. We do not want to compromise our content for anybody. You know, it could be, I mean, maybe someday, but you know, it, yeah. you know, the, the check would have to match the, the soul selling that we would be I doing. Like mm-hmm. And I don't think that this is a point where we need that. We have DeGrasseni, we have a great alcohol sponsor. Like uh, Joe said, we already have one vice, like how many more <laughs> can we spread out? Yeah. And 
you know, I mean, I just don't, I truly just don't think it's a fit. And uh, as uh, they said in that video with John, it's not personal. It's just business. And I kind of feel like we should take the same approach to them as their GM did in that video is it's not personal. It's yeah. just business. And we're going to move on with ours. And who knows? We could open up another door later. But uh, boy, bye for now. So let's talk about the after. Because obviously mm-hmm. we had to figure another location. Yep. We had to tell everybody about the change, all of that. And so from one one thirty to 7 or 6... There was a lot of changes that took place. A lot. It was a magic of two buttons deep, though. I think we both had the same reaction, which I thought was, like, funny and how I knew it was going to work out was that I was literally sitting there on the couch, like butterflies, like, just for myself. And I got that email, and I really did think it was a joke. And I was like, I just kind of looked at it, and I'm like, it's going to be fine. Like, I Mm -hmm. knew there was no way I was going to call Jack, and he was going to be like, well, we should just postpone. They're right. We had so much on the line for this. So the fact that like I kind of had that reaction where it was like, yeah, upset for a second and then you just move on. And then you tell me at some point you're like, I'm in the car and I'm going, this is great. This is great. I was. And that's the reason why we pulled it off because you and I, that's why we're in business together is that we have that outlook on things. Right. Yeah. So after one, we started calling people. I called Jeff Buell. He got a ton of stuff lined up for us. I felt bad, but because um, we were like, we need something in Schenectady. We don't want to balk go to Saratoga because like right. this, as you said, this is new frontier for us. We've thrown events in Albany. We've thrown events in Troy, Saratoga, Clifton Park, all successful. Schenectady is the first place we have not congregated people until that night. And we needed another venue and, you know, stars aligning type thing. Center Street Pub, it was Jonah's idea. I don't know how I didn't think of it, but one year ago to the day, we delivered big tip energy to Center Street Pub. It was a huge favor to them during harder times. And then we come back and they repaid the favor. Derek, their general manager, one of the coolest dudes this side of the Mississippi. And he was like, literally any part of this restaurant you want, it's yours. You can have the main room. You can have our event room. You can have outdoor stage. And I'm like, perfect. But he's like, well, you know, always supply is the power though. You got to, you know, we have a TV and power. You got to do everything else. I'm like, oh shit, we don't have speakers. We don't know how to mix all this stuff. That's what Rivers was taking care of. And that's why we were so excited to go there is because they had an awesome, you know, background, the stage. And it was really, you know, I had jokes about the casino being a terrible place to record a podcast. So I think it worked out for the better because it is. I'm like, you know, there's dinging and ringing and yelling going on in the background. So it added to the environment and would have been a good show. But realistically, we did need more of a studio space, you know, like a TV studio and that's exactly what their event room was. It was like a little black box theater. It had a bar. It had seats and one TV. And then we hit up DJ Hollywood, who did our bunker party. He was like, I'm literally going on vacation in the morning, but I got you. I'll be there. And we leaned on our community and they supported us back. And we literally, what took us three years to three weeks to develop, we did again in three hours. And worked out better than we could have ever planned in the first place. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was wild. It was like, you know, our biggest concern after securing all that was like, how many of the people can we retain? Because we did have about 35 RSVPs each that were bringing a friend or more. So we were looking at 70, 75 people, not including our team, families, all that sort of thing. And I think we were almost 100%. Uh, to what we expected, but to reroute people like that, even though it's a four minute drive, you know how people are. I don't know where I'm going to park. I've never been to that bar before. I mean, I had a different outfit. Like there's so many things, so many factors that we can't control, but the stuff that we could control once we knew we were just totally on our own, like getting into that venue and watching every single person on our team, just find a task and do it was Mm -hmm. one of the coolest things as a co-founder of this company that I've ever seen and I couldn't be more grateful for that and it was just awesome to watch like from our significant others to my mom to you and hey like it was just crazy to watch everybody just plug in in the zone and get it done no complaints what can I do Drew how can I help like Joey going to Rivers we had Joey and uh, Ray from Given Fun Day uh, use a sign that Jack's Hannah made and we actually were directing traffic just to make sure that if we missed anybody, we could get them to Center Street Pub. They got a couple people. And for them to just do that and leave, like, the energy and yeah. the hype and be like, all right, we'll stand on the side of the road for you. Like, come on. 
Like mm-hmm. it was so cool. And it allowed me to kind of regroup and say, okay, yeah. like, I mean, I really didn't have a plan. I knew my content plan was basically out the window. As soon as this happened, yep. I was ready to ditch the videos that we had planned. I was ready to really just improv. Um, but the fact that I really, I didn't, I knew that we all had something covered yeah. uh, from greeting people to plugging in the right chords. Like that was so crazy to watch. Full yeah. team effort. It, it, was, it was so good. And it literally, we were busting our ass up to the minute of showtime. Like our idea was to be done like an hour before the show. And then we'd be there to greet people. But it was kind of like, Taylor, like you go out and meet people. We're going to bust our ass in here, get everything together. And the craziest part was it's like, you know, it's showtime or, you know, it's the time where we want to let people in. And there are a few people at the door, but then we walk out. Once I finished all the tasks, we walk out and the bar is pretty crowded, but you have no idea who was here for us and who was just at the bar. Cause there was a very popular trivia night happening. So I assume most people were there for that. And eventually I was like, we like, I don't know how to get these people's attention. So I went to the trivia guy was like giving me attitude about asking him to make a simple announcement. I was like, can you just say, if you're here for the button East to podcast, it's a very easy to go back. Yeah. And then I have yeah. video footage. He's like, well, if you're here for two buttons deep or button East, I don't know what it is, but if like you're here for that, go to the back room. But the momentum that happened when that announcement went out and we saw majority of the people at that bar in the outside patio stand up and just move like a sea of fish. Wow. It was one of the coolest sights to see. Like I thought 10% of those people were here for us, but it was 90. Yeah. Wow. It was incredible. Wow. I was in the bathroom. I didn't see that, but that, that's just like the power of what we do, like to make people continue to want to go see us roll with the punches. You know, I think there was some intrigue, of course, like what happened? I'm here to find out, but like, like people want to see us. And that's something that we've kind of like, it's, we've really slowly come to terms with over the years. Um, but I, I think we do a really good job of making people feel welcome and being like, you know, well, like letting them in. Hey, how's it going? Like just really like kind of feeding them through that process that by the time they sit down, they're like, I know these guys, yeah. like I love these guys, which mm-hmm. I already did online, but to deliver the online experience in person was the greatest success after all this pivot work that we did. See, for me, my perspective, when I was back near the bar and right before you came out and Jack's hyping up the crowd and as another student of late night, it was like this, this is it. Mm-hmm. Every seat was filled. The energy was there. And then once you introduced Taylor, it was like, that's it. It was the most beautiful sight I ever saw. People went nuts. It People was, went nuts. People it, went it was a, nuts. And, and it was the perfect sized room. Yeah. Everything looked like it was supposed to be. Yeah. From Hollywood to everything. Everything in the room was perfect. Yeah. I mean, the energy was great. I mean, we had a couple bits worked out that Jack was like, you know, basically don't stress if you don't get a laugh. Like, we'll compensate and we'll, you know, let them know what you're looking for. And we didn't have to do any of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, being from my point of view, you're kind of trying to make eye contact with everybody. I'm always like really good about that when I'm speaking, kind of looking at different parts of the room, but there were so many things I didn't see. So afterwards you guys were like, everybody had their phones out. Everybody was taking pictures of you, videos of you. I'm like, I didn't see a phone. I don't know how I didn't see a phone. And Drew was like, I was just watching people watch you and the way that they were looking at you. He's like, I want people to look at me like that and grow my following the way that you guys have. And I think that's what, we can kind of now provide to our team in a totally different way than ever before is like, this is the proof. Now they can go out and cultivate a following and fans and, and we can replicate this for them and mm-hmm. give them all the resources that we just gave ourselves with their help right. to whoever the next, you know, following comes from, whether yep. it's two buttons deep or another personality on the team. We really proved that like people want to be out there yeah, because no one else no one else is doing this in the area. There is no live podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw Brian Cody from, uh, whatever, GNA. He was like, this looks great, guys. Great job. Yeah. Like, I'm sure the radio people are like, you know, we used to do that back in the day, but Way it's been a minute. Yeah. And the it. fact that you guys recorded it on top of everything, like, blew my mind. Like, I can't wait to watch this back and listen to it. And a lot of live podcasts out there in bigger markets, more popular, you know, comedians, celebrities, personalities. They don't even record this shit. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find one yeah. to watch for inspiration. They do not record this shit. Because 
I've been to a couple live podcasts. One is KFC Radio from Barstool, right when they were on the cusp of getting big, probably like five years ahead of where we are now. And they were at Caroline's in New York City, but their crowd, they, they would lose the crowd instantly. And that's why they don't release the episodes. People just start talking after a joke, then they're talking about something and they never get the audience back. They don't have that respect to command the room the way you did. Like we, you know, the audience would react to something, there'd be chatter, but as soon as you kept going, they'd quiet down and they'd zone back in. But every other live podcast I've been to has been a shit show because they lose control. And then they're just talking over the audience. The audience is talking over them and it sucks to be there. Well, I think part of it too is because I also have seen the live podcast. So Adam Carolla out in California. Yep. And I think the difference there where you're engaging the entire audience, every individual person in their own way. Whereas those shows don't really do that. Like, oh, it's like, oh, you're seeing a podcast, but it's like that wall is there, right? Yep. That, that interactivity is not, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a two buttons deep difference. That's the a, whole thing. Yeah. I, yeah, and I did. Went right after I got the call from face. Taylor and we were driving to Latham to make the announcement. I was literally talking to John. I'm like, this is great. Like, we're freaking out, but this is great. Like, this is, you know, this is what separates the winners from the losers. And uh, I, th- I think we won. For sure. I had so much fun. I really did. I felt yeah. great up there. I think I, we said everything. We did everything that we wanted to do. And it's just another notch in our bell. Like yesterday was back to work as usual. It's like it never happened. But that's the point is like, you know, where do we go from here? Like we have just another great piece of content that we can offer to advertisers, to our team and to the people that care about us, which is mm-hmm. just insane. It was really, yeah. it was special. And I knew it would be. I did say that. You did. And you, you, you rocked it. You know, it all came down to you performing well at the end of the day, no matter what we all did. And you brought good energy. But like Joe said, student of late night, we all love late night TV. And we that's kind of what all of our content derives from. But we've always done it in quick format stuff. But to do a physical show with the warm up acts and the DJ and put those pieces together successfully was the best feeling in the world. Love that. Yeah, that's I think that's a direction that we we want to go in even though it's like in some ways you know it's phasing out and there's bits and pieces but like like you said if we can do that if we can command a crowd if we can make people care and put it all together there's no reason not to because there's no competition in that space in this yeah. area the fact people wanted us to keep going we did an hour-long show which is a mo- more than most podcasts we do and nobody was bored nobody was scrolling their phones when you said phones it's because we asked them to take them out for the first sip club but the fact people wanted more was everything we need to know. Let's leave it at that then. So more live podcasts in the future. Yes. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking about this. You know, even when we've had other things have come up, I think even for the booze cruise, it rained, I think, one of them. Right? We still, the show still went on. Yep. So. The we, show must go on. It. And you got to keep your promises yeah. to the people. Like we had commitments yeah. that people were going to come out. I mean, it's just not. That's not good business, and that's why I think the issue that happened was could have been really detrimental to our brand because that's not who we're all about. That's right. not what we're trying to do. We're we're enhancing the profile of the Capital Region by giving people shit to do, not mm-hmm. canceling plans. Exactly. Speaking of enhancement, build your beach update. Mm-hmm. Be, we got to get Roman as a sponsor. That would be a good segue <laughs> for GetRoman.com. Uh, yeah, if you are listening today on Friday, it is your final day to enter our Build Your Beach sweepstakes where you can win $4,000 among a few other prizes, including a power wash from Perfection Power Wash and a hundred bucks to Stewart's to get all the essentials you need for your backyard. Uh, we're just trying to spruce up someone's space, pimp out your pergola, deck uh, out your deck. Yep, that's correct. And anything else you need to do to enhance the place you go a few buttons deep. So thanks to Corona, this is a new annual tradition of ours. We have doubled the amount of submissions as we did last time, but, um, we got to find something better than Google Form. That thing's a nightmare. We can figure it out. It, uh, it works for a lot of people, but I have dozens of emails being like, I couldn't do this. And then a lot what, of people just saying they couldn't access it at what all. Were their, their, what were their issues? They just couldn't access couldn't it? Couldn't upload multiple files. Oh. A lot of people want to do more than one photo. Oh, that's, that's stupid. So there's just got to be another solution. We always have issues with Google Form. So if you're listening and you know a better way to get mass information from people. Let's figure that out. Yeah, I think this yeah. one ha- is a little different because of the file upload. Most forms yeah. that we do, no no issue, but right. people are getting creative and all that. But good news is we have plenty of entries. What happens next is two buttons deep. We'll review everything that we got, narrow it down to the top 10, and then it is up to the people to vote 
on who will be building their own beach in their own backyard this year. Mm-hmm. Would it be better if they provided the links to photos or whatever, or videos or whatever it might be, in the submission form? That, yeah, because then permission to view their photos Fair. will be more of a nightmare. Fair. Fair. Okay. We'll figure it out. One yeah. button at a time. That's right. Speaking of figuring out, you were scootering recently? Oh. Speaking of Corona, baby. Talking about new frontiers. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. So our friends at DeCrescente hooked me up with a new Jetson scooter, which is like a... a Jetson scooter. It looks like a moped. It's got a seat, okay. goes 15 miles an hour, and is just making me look like the coolest dude in town. Right, Jonah? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. No, I look like an absolute lunatic. I'm sure I'm, like, yeah. I'm like eight inches too tall to ride this thing. <laughs> It'd be perfect for like a preteen, I think. Yeah, it is a yeah. cool thing, but it's uh, it's 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 kind of janky. It's a little bulky, I guess you would say. Yeah, yeah. okay. And, you know, but I'm a huge scooter guy. It's yeah. my favorite way to explore a city. I grew up riding Razor scooters around my neighborhood, Razors. so I'm good at it. And, you know, I've been waiting to promote the CDTA scooters. Scoot! Scoot once they come out. But that keeps getting back, or you know, back pushed. So pushed back. Woo. And Corona is about to get all my scooter content. So we broke a new frontier. We we teamed up with uh, a guy locally. His name's Tim Jackson. He's skedaddle on Instagram, and he's a drone pilot, just like recreationally. And he followed me around with a drone around Albany because we have a clip of me getting the scooter and you saying, "Oh, he's going to be a sight to see in Albany." And I'm like, we just got to get the most dramatic shots of all time. Oh, my God. And it's crazy. It looks like a Mission Impossible video <laughs> of okay. me zooming around the Empire State Plaza. And him, him like, he's like good with a drone, like good. weaving in and good. out of me and stuff. And boy, is Corona going to be happy they gave me this scooter. It's <laughs> just stay tuned for it. We're, we're, we've done a couple test runs of this. I, I want to get it right. Is it, is it Corona wrapped? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. It's fully, fully wow. branded with uh, Corona, and I slapped on a bunch of Two Buns Deep stickers. There we go. Looks legit as hell. Yeah, we promised uh, DeCrescenti. We're like, if you give this to Jack, it'll be worth your while. Mm. These, sometimes so. these promotional items ain't cheap, but yep. uh, you just can't leave that baddie on the street because it will get scooped up. Yes, it will. It does have a scooped. key, which is the good part. You can't ride away with it if I get the key, but you never know in Albany. So I've been keeping a close car. We got some great footage, and just, just wait till you see it. It's going to be awesome. So, um, next month is the Adirondack Wine and Food Festival. Mm-hmm. What dates? June 25th and 26th. That's right. Downtown Lake George. That's right. And people can get tickets? ADKWineFest.com. If you're listening to this right now, you have a couple more days to get 20% off your tickets using code 2BD20. And honestly, if you miss the code, NBD, because they're very affordable. It's like $45 for the whole day, yep. you get your wine glass, you can sample, like, you know, I think it's like hundreds of vendors. I, on my podcast, Over 100, I, said like, yeah. I said like dozens, like 40, 50, 60, but it's actually even more than that. Um, and we got a little kind of a sneak preview uh, last week. We were podcast guests, yep. which is very different than being podcast hosts. Yep. Mm-hmm. But we it was where we were that made it so different after all, right? Yeah, so Taylor's like, we got this podcast recording pick me up we'll go north it's near lake george i'm like all right i don't think much of it pick her up we get go north and then it's east and we're driving east we drive east past lake george and we were kind of getting to the boonies in lake george and we pull up to this place you know we're driving like dirt road status at this point we pull up to this place and it is a boy scout camp and i don't recognize anything but we drive down and i start getting inklings of nostalgia and what, I'm like, what? What camp? Ooh, I'm going to have to look at the picture. Wakamini? Wakapini? I should know this. Um, I was my, it was my bad. I just I just read Lake George, and I'm like, okay, we're going to Lake George. Right? Yeah, that's it. That was oh, it. Yeah. Yes. Wakapini. Wow. Yep. That's it. I yep. was close. Wakapini. So yeah. I don't recognize the name, but when we pull in, I'm like, oh, my God. I went to Boy Scout camp. Yeah, I, I did as well. It was no the way. only like a way camp I ever did other than sports-based ones. This, went I went for one week yeah. and my only memory of it was other than, you know, the physical buildings, which triggered it all. My only memory was that they let our parents visit on the Wednesday halfway through for us to like put on a show for w- them. Wellness check. That's what it would be. Probably. <laughs> right. 
And I was unwell because I just remember bawling my eyes out to my mom, like grasping her for dear life, being like, please let me go home. I am not built for this shit. And so we reenacted the photo of me because once we got to that part where it's like an amphitheater, I'm like, yep, this is the place. I recognize the food hall. I recognize this. And then once we got there, I'm like, oh, my God, I cried like a baby <laughs> right there. So he reenacted it and sent it to my parents. And I was like, can you guess where I am? And uh, my mom didn't guess it at first. She thought it was some playground. And then my dad was like, scout camp. <laughs> Did they let you go home? No. And they then left you there. They bet. They, that's big money. They left yeah, you there. I got it. My mom says, oh, once she realized what it was, she goes, oh, my God. Uh, you know, your dad had to grab me and he pulled me and just said, just keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it was cruel that they let us visit you halfway through. Then that's exactly what I said. I was yeah. like, that's not fair. Like you just got to once your kids on your own, let them be on their own. Yeah. But the reason why we were there was because, uh, the wine festival is partnering with ADK glamping. Ah, uh, that's right. Cause walk comedy got sold. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Well, you know, you know yeah. Happened. There's been a little drama with the Boy Scouts a in little. recent years, yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. so they're rebranding, they're uh, reimagining the space. But some of these glamping tents will be available for like VIPs, little shade, little influencer tent at the Wine and Food Festival. So uh, we're gonna be there mm-hmm. on the 26th. Yes. 26th. We'll be heading up there doing a little. Uh, I don't know what we're gonna do yet. Actually, remember we were gonna do like judge the cocktail competition or something yeah we're open to anything though but it's such a it's a, it's a great festival I, I went there 2018 or 2019 it obviously took a few years off and it's great it's literally like a pop-up farmer's market i guess every farmer's market's pop-up but it's you know it's the vendors you walk it farmer's market style and they got yeah they have live cooking demonstrations and it says 120 plus new york state based vendors so there might wow. be more from out of state but you know, the no, it has to be New York. That's what's okay. so special about it is so. that, yeah. So it really is. If you're interested in local products, this is where you mm. want to go to kind of kick off your summer season. And not to mention, you're literally on the lake. Yeah, it's beautiful, great scenery, great bars and restaurants that we've been to. And the Adirondack Winery, Adirondack Winery, is also opening up a new location in Queensbury. So mm-hmm. we're probably gonna do a little pod from there, maybe. Uh, I don't know when at this point our schedules are filling up, but adult schedules, man. a lot of ways to enjoy. Oh, look at the man himself. There Vic, he is. Vic Christopher. Anything you want to say to the people? People, I love you. You know how I feel about you. <laughs> Each and every one of you. Vic, wow, what, what while, while we're on the topic, what's your favorite New York state based wine? They're really pretty lousy for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's just, I great. mean, there's some stuff in the finger lakes that is yeah. acceptable. Um, you know, uh, New York, uh, upstate New York is equidistant to Germany on the map. So the winemaking region of Germany and uh, upstate New York can produce similar varietals. A lot of people don't realize that, but like Gewurztraminer is excellent. Uh, there's, a, there's a grape called the Lemberger, also known as Blaufrankisch, is a grape, red wow. grape. So, I mean, these are German grapes that are being produced in, in upstate New York. I don't want to knock on the Finger Lake stuff. It's just that... You know, uh, we're into organic and natural right. wines. Very few fit the profile for our company, but uh, I do like the people very much in the Finger Lakes. Cool. There Thank we go. You. Love to hear it. By the Good way, inside. we are that was at the Clark House in Right, Troy, we never so established that. We never that. said that in the beginning of we the show. We came in hot. That was Vic Christopher, who owns 22 Second Wine Shop. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so that's where I've, I've always gotten my wine from there growing, or when I lived in Troy. Growing up. Growing up. After my, growing up after my, after yeah. my mom left me at Boy Scout camp, yes, I had to go to organic weird, wine. Oh, weird right. Scout master gave me wine. <laughs> yes. I was like, woo. Yep. yep. Anyways. He yeah. pitched a teepee as well. Yes. <laughs> In his pants. And, oh, moving on. There moving we on. Go. Um, got some big news out of the uh, capital sitting uh, with our friends from Redburn Development. Is that, that was, on the thing or is Joe it, just no, plugging it's away? On the, no, he wrote it. He wrote it. Just checking. He was wrote a, it. That was the biggest shout out of the year. Yeah. So $65 million project, uh, transformation of the former Huckfins warehouse. And more. 273 apartments plus four great commercial tenants, but... As uh, Jeff Buell, the principal at Redburn Development, was talking about how this whole came about, he mentioned directly right there, said, well, you know, I uh, heard from the owner of Huck Finn because he saw a two-button steep video, and that started everything. It was was, crazy. It's insane. $65 million project because of our video. And we've known this for a few years. I remember hearing it as soon as the talk started, but to see it come full circle that was a pandemic video that we did with Elizabeth uh, Young Jojo. Mm-hmm. I always get her two names yep. confused. 
And, uh, you know, we were just trying to promote what Redbird has already done, which is a shit ton. So we were in the Kenmore interviewing her about her style. And um, I just love that those people, like, were looking for an opportunity. They saw it on our Facebook page. And, I the, mean, that... The rest is history. Is there a residual? Like, what do we get? That's what I, I was like, Jeff, <laughs> we got we got free rent as promo for a little bit. And I was like, I should be living for free forever. <laughs> forever. Could and we he, get, like, is there an office space we could take there or that's something? That's not a bad idea. Like, I wish maybe there we was set up a studio. I bet there's no? a coffee shop we can post up. You know, up there in. might be a coffee shop. There. I like I'm that idea. I'm thinking a studio there. But I remember, yeah, over a year ago, he came to me and he's like, someone who owns one of the most historic buildings in Albany saw your video and it might result in a multi-million dollar deal. Multi, multi, And I said multi. the same Huge thing deal. then. I was like, do I get free rent? And he's like, no. Because I mean, <laughs> I feel like you deserve it, but, but the fact yeah. they paid us, what, like $1,000 for that month of promotion and yeah. then they get a $65 million <laughs> deal, that right there is a two buttons deep difference, folks. That's it. Yeah, that's prior, pretty cool. Prior outcomes do not <laughs> guarantee <laughs> right. similar results. Similar to what Martin Harding Mazzotti would say. Yes. Yep. There you go. Last but not least in the show. Post of the week presented by Yankee Trails. Let's go. Oh, yeah. We had our best Yankee, or Jonah saying, our best Yankee Trails trip yet. Yeah. And Brack and I and Brian, and I, we went to Fenway Park. Yep. If you're familiar, out in Boston, Massachusetts, we took the Yankee Trails bus bright and early. How early? Mm, 10 a.m. Okay. That's not all bright right, and early. All right. All right. Go on. And fantastic vibes. Hopped on the bus. We were the last ones on the bus on the way. Shocking. We are the last ones on the bus on the way back home to the capital region. But there's really nothing quite like Fenway Park, and I'm really excited for everybody to see Back Nine Brys, great American ballpark tour driven by Yankee, Yankee Trails. Trails. Let's yeah. go. I'm glad. He, yeah, but that's kind of the hack. I think one thing we notice when we ride Yankee Trails is that there's always one person who's late to the bus. When you're, you know, after the event, we're all drinking all day. Yeah. That's the beauty of taking it. You can really go all buttons deep and not give a flying, you know what, about how yeah. you get home. Fuck, I think was the word. Oh, sorry. I couldn't think of it. Yeah. Um, but he's like, we were those guys. <laughs> we were those guys that rolled up 15 minutes late. And that's the best because then it just rolls out and you don't need to wait for anybody else. That's it. Yep. No, that's awesome. I'm looking forward to that video and hopefully more to come. Yeah. 100%. One of the greatest things ever. Uh, speaking of the the, bo- yeah. the baseball thing. Uh, Day Chaser is doing some stuff with like professional athletes. So they're interested. Mm. They're doing some stuff at Yankee Stadium. Love it. A couple things with like NASCAR, stuff like that. So they're interested in our sports, how we can flex on that part. So maybe if Backdyne Bry and the Longtons hit the links, maybe they bring some Day Chaser with them. They were very clear that that it's not, they don't want to position it as a summer drink and they don't want to position it as like a female drink. So they're Mm. really kind of, you know, spreading out their messaging here. So a broad uh, audience, if you will. A broad audience, if yeah. you will. And I think audience. Uh, a broad audience. Yes. And I think it, it could work on uh, on the back nine. Yeah. So Day Chaser is taking the market by storm right now. It's really cool to watch. And I love that we're kind of getting tied in with them from the beginning. They're a very small company from Vermont that's launching, you know, what most people refer to as a high noon competitor. Same deal, real juice, real vodka, not malt-based stuff like a lot of the seltzers you see. You got to get at a liquor store. But it's so cool to see them rise up. They got some big, big money behind it. So, you know, it's not like they're trying to grow organically. They're going to be sweeping the place. And it's awesome that they know us and they're kind of trusting us to deliver the message here in the capital region. I'm ready. I already have top flavors. The vodka one is the cucumber, yep. Yep. which there, as far as I know, there is no cucumber vodka based canned cocktail really out there. I think Albany Distilling has one, but yeah. that, that doesn't really count yeah. though. Yeah. You know, yeah. let's pretend we have a na- real national audience here. And then on the tequila side, they're doing like a spicy mango, mm-hmm. I believe. And that one is phenomenal. I've had a, uh, I think it is a decreasing is uh, ranch water. Yep. And yep. they do have a spicy one as well. And it's phenomenal. It's just mm-hmm. that little little tinge of something that you need. Get you going. Definitely a hangover cure. Yeah. So I'm ready to chase Friday with Day Chaser. Yeah, I think it fits our brand perfectly. And I gave them so. a huge plug. I said they could be the drink of the summer you in did my live podcast. And I meant that because I've enjoyed a few on my back porch going a few buttons deep. Pushing porch pints. Most importantly, it has a high crushability factor. And that's what people look into. So, uh yeah. I love it. We love it. That's all we have for Behind the well, Button. Well, we didn't talk about the post. What? <laughs> we d- oh, my God. 
Go ahead. What was it? The bear in Averill Park. Oh. That was so long. That was last week. That was six days ago. Oh, my God. Really? My mom loved this one. That was a yeah. long time ago. I'm going to kick it off because I've said before, I want to see a bear so bad. Not in a zoo, not in a controlled like environment. Like a big bear or a I, little bear? I'll Baby take, bear? I want to see a bear. I would be like... So enthused. I just, everywhere I look, everywhere I drive, back Grizzly bear, black bear. It doesn't matter. As long as it's far enough away. I. It's just very, like, it's important to me to see a bear. Okay. I think you just got to go to April Park. That was incredible. I mean, that was like human, human human-like. If you didn't see it, what was the bear doing? The bear was reaching up with what I said was better posture than most people. It had a perfectly straight spine reaching up to grab a bird feeder and was just snacking away. And a lot of people were coming up being like, this is why the GEC says to put your bird feeders away, <laughs> which I didn't know. You're not supposed to have bird feeders out in summer. That's a freezing cold take. Yeah. Like, get out of my comments saying yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. What? Like, yeah. when are the birds supposed to eat? What, what are they going to Like, we just take away I mean, a good food supply? they have natural food out there. Yeah, but this they is the only time of year we get that. to enjoy the birds. I've never heard that in my life. That you're, They're like, yeah, April's, what's, you know. So when, are you like supp- so when would you have bird feeder then? I don't know. When all the birds migrate to freaking Boca Raton? No, that's a horrible take. Somebody commented on our the heat video that we started with that I did and was like, at least one person loves climate change. I'm like, fuck off. This was not mm, a climate change video. Yeah. That's a fuck off moment. It's warm out. It is. It's not. It was not a climate change video. Hello. And this was not a DEC video to hide your bird feeders. I've never heard that you should hide your bird feeders. So I guess if you want the bird, stack your, you got a big backyard, stack them up with bird feeders. I would far away from your house. So you, so you you don't want them clawing on your like screened in porch or anything, but. Wow. Wow. Cool. Cool. So cool. (laughs) That's pretty. We talked about so cool. much cool stuff. I don't feel like that was. We kind of ended yeah, on like a lower. Like that yeah. wasn't that cool. Plus, but Joe, plus the false end to uh, post post of the week at the end was Joe's idea. No, it was not. You said you liked ending on it, so no, that's I why I've always no, put it at the end. It's always at the end. It's it's always a natural end, like the natural end of the show. Natural wine. So we'll see you next week. Back nine bride tanks coming in hot. There we go. Stay tuned for the merch, folks. <laughs> <laughs>